2: Hey, friend-o, Steve here. Hey, Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you would be listening to. Elimination Chamber is on the horizon. This was the go-home for that. And uh, not, I mean, it, like, this is kind of a, a do-nothing pay-per-view. You got that and, right. And uh, we had, what a meant look, I thought this, I thought the, the tag gauntlet match was a ton of fun. There was two-thirds of a do-nothing
1: episode of SmackDown, though. Uh, was it two thirds? Yeah, roughly. Okay, it was yeah. About hour or fifty minutes into the episode where the gauntlet match. Okay, started. sure, sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for sure, about two thirds, roughly. Yeah, sixty percent. So
2: how much? How many points did I rack up just for that? Gauntlet Thirty-five match? points. Holy! You crap. got five pins. I got five pins. As soon as heavy machinery. And those machinery, only count for seven points. Yeah. Oh, but as soon as okay. heavy
1: machinery you pin the new day, I'm like, you're getting all these points.
2: Yeah, I knew it. As oh soon as boy, I, had, I knew it. That was great. Yeah, man, I'm t- I'm telling you, man, they're building this Otis fella. Up to be up to be a big star. I think I honestly think this Otis Dolph match coming up at Mania, which is totally gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is gonna be people are gonna have their eyes on it, man. Dude, Otis had a great match against Tommaso Ciampa in NXT. Oh yeah, anybody can have. Yeah, look, all these people are so talented; they can all have great matches. Yeah, it's the look. If whether you want to believe it or not, on the down low, Bruce Pritchard has crafted a very simple but very effective story to build around Otis. And Dolph Ziggler, who everybody hates, and uh, with with Mandy Rose as the focus, here's of the, the thing, feud. Here's the thing, it's, though. It's it's such a relatable thing. It is, and, and I it's think it's done. It's being done really well. It's do,
1: being done really well because I think the performances across the board have been mm-hmm. really good. Uh, and, yeah. and and Otis has been more or less not to discount what Mandy's done because Mandy's played her role pitch perfectly. Um. Uh, this is more, mostly on Otis's back.
2: Yeah, sure. And yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's
1: done a great job with it. Yeah, absolutely. From the backstage segments to his in-ring work to the bits at the Royal Rumble, everything for him just in terms of his performance acting-wise. You know, you know who
2: on. Otis is for WWE? He's Orange Cassidy. He's the guy that, like, the crowd is just getting so behind this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's not like nobody's expecting, look, man, nobody's expecting him to get elevated to the main event scene uh, at this point, I would love to see that. Nobody's expecting much beyond the simple story they're telling, but they're really into it because everything else feels so force-fed, and this is not that. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I really dig the... Uh hey, you're way ahead of me. Oh, yeah, I um, got here about 10 minutes before you did. So, yeah. I, I Well, you live closer than I am. Nice. Where's twice. No I'm on fire. All right, here we go. Here's some on fire. There you get some Dikembe McDumble Wow. Wow. Horrible. Just horrible. I can't even say iron unkind. You weren't even in the neighborhood. Not even close. Not even close. So you have a doorway. Intimidation defense. Next
1: to the garbage can. It's like a foot and a half away from
2: garbage can. Steve threw his ball cap through the doorway. Intimidation defense. I was yeah. aiming for the water jug over there. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Well, then you're, you you hit it. Right, like spot on. I did perfect. Good job. Uh, so, yeah, there was that. But, I mean, otherwise, come on, man. There was a good episode
1: of Firefly Funhouse where at least they tried to ground Oh yeah. Bray's uh, uh, challenge to Cena in backstory, which is all there. Yeah, sure. And they had Rambling Rabbit kind of
2: spell it out for you. Yeah. You know what's funny is that they've actually, so obviously everybody, everybody was like we were not happy with that whole Goldberg no. thing at Crown Royal. Not at all. But, like, neither this nor the Roman Goldberg feuds need the title. No. Like, I mean, I think keeping the title on Bray makes a lot of sense. He's a younger star. He's the future, uh, hopefully. Uh, but, like. Let's wait and see what happens at WrestleMania before we you, you, <laughs> you, you could have said, yeah, I know, I know, I know. You could have had Cena say, hey, I'm going after my 17th. Yeah. Um, that could have been maybe add some intrigue to the story. But instead, he said, I'm going after my retirement. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so I still kind of wish they'd done the thing where,
1: where Bray issues a challenge and Cena's like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. And it's was like, future, here, you have a match with somebody else that's on the roster. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. And then it takes Bray several weeks to, to, Potentially terrorize Cena
2: yeah. so much. That he's into the match. The problem is Cena is not going to be seen until literally WrestleMania. I know, and also it's, it's very unseen. He's going to be there for the go home for. Yeah, know, he'll be there for many. The you think so?
1: But it's also very unCena for him to to face a challenge. And be like, nah. Yeah, right. I get it. That's not Cena's character. But at the same time, it's given he what he just said the week prior. Uh, WrestleMania needs go needs to go on without me. Because this is all about the future. <laughs>
2: hey, John, guess what? And it took it took a dude pointing at the sign for him to go. Oh, forget all that. Tip of the cap to you, sir. We're on. <laughs> WrestleMania might have, might go, might not go on without uh, with anybody. Given this coronavirus stuff. Fair South point. by Southwest was canceled. Yes. Oh my God. And I guess the possibility. TwitchCon in Amsterdam was canceled.
1: The possibility exists. We could have an entire card of uh, empty stadium matches for WrestleMania. The NBA just got sent out memos to all the teams, prepare to have games with no fans there. Yeah. I was already doing that in Italy for uh, what's the, uh, football remember, matches. What's the, uh,
2: what's the gate for WrestleMania? Oh, usually? Yeah. Millions? Well, yeah, but over 10? No. No, not over 10. No, no, no. Boy, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, they already yeah. sold tickets, but they I guess did, they'd, they'd have to issue work. refunds. Yeah. They'd have to issue refunds, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is putting it because it's funny because, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd and I love comic books. And so uh, Emerald City Comic Con was supposed to be this weekend. Yeah. That's up in Seattle. Yeah. The hotbed. Oof. You know, ground zero. Pretty this much, stuff. yeah. And, uh, you know, I just saw on my Twitter feed artist after artist after artist saying, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm not going to this thing.
1: The Bella Twins just. And then they canceled it.
2: The Bella Twins just backed out of access. Yeah, smart move. Mm-hmm. Super smart move. They shouldn't be doing that anyways when you're nope. pregnant. Even if there is no coronavirus, you're mm-hmm. like, Ugh. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Hanson, would be wonderful. Thanks for the sub. We're doing this live. So our recaps now, in case you guys don't know, our recaps now are live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. So be sure to follow us there. Uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. All sorts of great bonus content there as well and we in fact got we a try couple to make new. the best we can yeah absolutely i mean when you're dealing with southpaw uh oh,
1: today yeah that's right southpaw we did an episode of the how long was that episode
2: 13 minutes of utter misery okay yeah it was horrible that's that's w that's 2k20 for you yeah it was really bad couple new patrons here uh edward bustos daniel coke i'm sorry daniel uh jp and taylor chadwick thanks so much thank you all for your support we definitely appreciate it uh and then yeah and then of course the uh, the podcasts also go up to youtube youtube.com forward slash Stephen larson hit that sub button yes, the please. notify bell yes and please. click on all and then you'll always get your notifications there yeah that's right uh so check that out and uh i guess let's just hop right into if we must. we're gonna be doing the way hey, we're gonna be live streaming our reactions for elimination chamber as well yeah we are um i will be interesting to see how that plays out given the elimination chamber matches and terms mm-hmm. of
1: the points. Hopefully I can make up some of this ground I lost with uh heavy machinery. Okay, so speaking of
2: sweeping. which, is just really quick, what what are, what's the score uh, at right now for our draft? I think I'm up like twenty. So I'm gonna start, I'm gonna do this for this for this uh this week here. We're heading down the home stretch. This We're, whole thing culminates in yeah, mania. It culminates in mania. So if you guys recall, uh back when they did the actual draft. Twelve points, sorry, 12 we points. did okay. a 12 point advantage. We did our own uh mock draft correct i started out on fire yeah and then your picks yep started bullying their way up now i mean this is this is really close man this is how we want to have it be though neck and neck neck, neck. going down the wire wrestlemania this is how it has to happen for sure uh so i'm gonna do like a graphic of like our points and then another one of like who we have and then i'll put it up on our instagram check out our instagram at steven larson there we go let's hop right into thrilling stuff uh, first up, uh, show started with a Cena Wyatt recap. Yeah, why out? they have two of these? They had one open That's the show. Big deal, man. Uh, because you know, what? come on, it's John Cena. They want to remind people of John Cena's around. But there's virtually the same thing. They
1: ran twice. Yeah, it's okay. It's
2: filler. Tell people get twice. rid of it.
1: Just open it with the NWO. You don't need this. Okay. Just, air, air, okay. Well, air the, air well, the recap well. before the the Brave Firefly Funhouse. Tell
2: me, man, I'm not Bruce Pritchard.
1: Bruce. Listen here, Bruce. Chat me up, Bruce. Chat me up, Bruce. Why, why are you doing? Why that? you're rolling Tide on two John Cena recaps,
2: I always go. I always slip into Jr. When I'm trying to do uh, Conrad. Yeah, it's it's. A, I really got to figure that one out. Holy shit! What is that? That's yeah. my favorite. My new favorite Jr. Quote of all time. <laughs> it's no longer by God. No, no. no they it's... need a shirt that says like two bikini girls.
1: Holy shit! Yeah, well, maybe they're on that already. Conrad pretty quick about uh, <laughs> <laughs> turning yeah, catch phrases yeah. into merchandise. Old
2: horny Jr. is my yeah. favorite.
1: So yeah. we had that, and it was just literally a recap what happened a week ago. Then maybe cut uh, okay. like half of Cena's promo out. Otherwise, it was like what you saw last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show kicked off proper moment of bliss. Um, first, Alexa recap most of this year's Hall of Fame class, save for the NWO. They got their own introduction, uh, and then she calls out Asuka and Kyrie, saying. Saying, "Hey,
2: those tag tiles—they're supposed to be defending all brands." Uh, what do you think about that, huh? I like, yeah, I like how their potential feud with the uh, Kabuki Warriors is relegated to one throwaway line—a half thought, if you will—during a completely unrelated segment. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we want a match at uh, at WrestleMania. Go ahead, have at it. They didn't go that far. They, they said, "Hey, on, uh, you're supposed to defend Shoot those- the J.
1: I'm getting it tighter, so uh, uh, air resistance is an issue. nice and tight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, I was saying they didn't even get that far. They're just like, hey, friendly reminder, you're supposed to defend those all over the place. Be cool if we had. Yeah, exactly. All right, here you go. I don't, I don't think know it went where it went. It went that way. All right. Um, so then she introduces the NWO. Uh, Scott Hall grabs the mic first, gives the audience a good, hey, hey yo. yo, you
2: heard it here first.
1: And then uh, Nikki Cross, she starts marking out. She says, I'm a huge fan. I'm for life.
2: Uh, Could I have a selfie? She goes, takes a picture with him. This stuff was, yeah. And I'm, I actually really like Nikki Cross, and I love Alexa Bliss. I think they're both terrific. This was, and I and you knew it going into it. When you heard NWO is going to be on Moment of Bliss, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. You knew it was going to be cringy. Because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not natural. No. It's, so these guys are like wise asses. I know. And like Scott Hall, as soon as he gets in there, anything remotely funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, because he knows, he knows it's it's bad. Yeah. That being said, Nash looks amazing. Yeah, he's that jacked. dude looks like he can throw some jackknife power bombs today. Man, doing cutting ten for the win, 10, 10 for the win that's coming back tomorrow. Uh, I, I've been just going through endless WCW footage, and uh, I saw I had to rewatch Goldberg's uh, streak yeah. being lost, you mm-hmm. know, to the cattle prod, which mm-hmm. they referenced tonight, mm-hmm. and that jackknife that he gave him, and Goldberg's still twitching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> X-Pac looked like he was still... uh, X-Pac looked amazing! Like he was still, uh, you know, fleet of foot. He looked great. He looked looked great. And that's when things picked up. Because, so like, this awkward moment of bliss stuff. She's like, so Sean, what should we call... That's the lamest line of questioning. What should we call Sean Waltman? Should we call you X-Pac? And then Nikki says, should we call you sex? Yeah. And then he laughed. He did. Because, you know, the Scottish accent. It threw him off a little
1: bit. He says, why don't you just call me Hall of Famer? (laughs) Yeah. And then they ask uh, Nash about ending Goldberg's streak, what advice do you have for Reigns? And he goes, I actually talked to you. Yeah, go ahead. And he says, actually, Roman called me up, and I said, you need two things. You need Scott Hall and a cattle prod. Yeah. He looks it's, over Scott. Scott Hall. He's not lying. He's not
2: lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, it worked. It worked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty shocking.
2: Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, it was pretty shocking. It was pretty shocking. <laughs> 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 so uh, that all kind of trailed off. <laughs> it did because they were waiting for the damn musical I know, cue. I know. And then Scott all started to say something. He was like, You, you, you know the thing about Goldberg? You heard it here first. And then, and then
1: Nakamura's music hits. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Cesaro all walk out. Sammy time says it's time to stop living in the past and talking about the future. They are the future. And the near future is all of them beating Braun at Chamber. And then Sammy. Uh, you know, because Braun is Intercontinental Champion, they're all fighting for Intercontinental Championship. Sammy puts Still over doesn't make league So, whoever gets a pin wins the belt. I would think. Well, that's so. Sammy puts over Hall and Nash being former Intercontinental Champions, and he turns to to X Pac, and he's like, "Well, I'm sure you know how much the Intercontinental Title weighs because you carried
2: Hall and Nash's bags." Yeah, that was that was a decent line, and then Nash got on the mic. <laughs> the perfect deadpan said, Hey, Seth Rogen after two weeks of. It uh, looked like Seth Rogen after two weeks of stomach flu. And <laughs> Scott Hall's all, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but that was a pretty funny line. I'll be honest. He you goes, know, Somebody said it. Yeah. Somebody said it. Yeah. I heard that. Somebody said it. I don't know who. Somebody said that it. That was great. That was pretty funny.
1: So uh, Sammy threatens him. Uh, steps up, and the
2: individual's like, all right,
1: sure, let's throw. Yeah.
2: So we can take you down. Man, I want to see a power powerbomb. I want to see an X-Factor. I want to see, see a Razor's Edge. B- I want to see a Bronco Buster. Give me a rip my asshole. <laughs> <coughs> uh,
1: Sammy asks X-Pac if he wants to fight. X-Pac's like, yeah. And Sammy says, all right, well, we don't really want to. You guys are just in it to get the rub from us because you want to be relevant like we are. uh are uh, focus on destroying Braun at Chamber. Here comes Braun. Yeah. Cesaro charges him. Bad idea. Boom. He gets tossed into the Rawgate <laughs> prop on stage. Where is he going to end up? Inside Rawgate Mutant. Nakamura is next. He gets thrown into the barricade. Mm-hmm. So Sammy is cornered uh, in the ring between NWO and Braun. And then Sammy uses Lexa Bliss as a human shield yeah.
2: to get around by the ropes to escape. Uh, and then Braun starts throwing furniture at him. Yeah. And then uh, Braun tells him that all three are going to get these hands of the chamber and then tells the NWO that it's going to be too... (laughs) He did this so much because he can't go Go high high with his voice. And who else couldn't go high with their voice? The man missing tonight, Hollywood Hulk Hogan Brothers. Too sweet. (laughs) He always tried so desperately to go high with his voice. Sweet. 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 And then they all too sweet. They all throw him up. Yeah, man. That was good stuff. Uh, it was cheesy, you know. It, was, it cringy was cheesy at, at points, but I, it was fun. <laughs> uh,
1: next, uh, quick shot of Naomi and Lacey Evans, tag team partners tonight, walking backstage because they have a match against Sasha Banks and Bailey next. Uh, this match didn't to feel close. Like Sasha and Bailey like dominated the whole thing. Lacey Evans was pretty much isolated the entire match.
2: I feel like it was like just a week ago or two, th- two, three weeks ago they were building up Lacey Evans to, to do something big. I guess Sasha must have gotten cleared. From ankle for injury now, don't they learn? There's like still 30 days left till WrestleMania. Nah, she's gonna be in a recording studio the whole time doing her album. She better be like her next match better be at WrestleMania because this girl is gone all the time. I know.
1: Um, so uh, the finish saw Naomi go for a split leg and moonsault. Bailey distracts her on the apron, uh, knocks her down. Sasha backstab backstabber Sorry. off the second rope to get the win. Yeah, um, let's get to this now because later on there's a backstage backstage I mean, between Sasha and Bailey Bailey's going on and on talking about how I uh, 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 put out the glow. Uh, we're gonna, we made Lacey Evans a stay at home mom. Yeah, I'm done with them. Yeah, she's pretty much
2: said I'm done with them. Our storylines are complete. Our programs that, are done. That wrapped everything up. She there. said creative has no more for us yes. and those people. going exactly. forward. Um,
1: I'm dominant. Uh, hey, why did the Bell t- twins get in the Hall of Fame before we did?
2: Well, I have an answer for that. I do too. They're they're not active competitors anymore, and you're still active. Correct, and that's why Bailey says,
1: "I'm dominant. I'm so dominant. I'm just going to take WrestleMania off." Yeah, we're just going straight into the Hall of Fame. She said, and the whole time Sasha's like, "Yeah, you have something there. Yeah, shoulder title, blue, white title, gold on jewels and stuff on there. I want that. Want title? Title, give it title now." And then Sasha goes, "Bailey." You know what? You're my role model, yeah. and I'm going to dedicate my new album to you. I wonder if she is actually going to do that. What's, a Bailey, what's her Bailey's shoot name? Pamela, Pamela. Martinez, yeah, I think. there you go. Um, to Pam. I mean, they couldn't telegraph this anymore that Sasha's going to turn on Bailey and go after that belt.
2: I'm cool with that if they let them even get close to one know of the takeover matches. in Brooklyn, man. Just even just, let's see a little hint, a little whiff of it. A little whiff of it, I maybe. Want, I want all of it, man. Yeah, I, I love when they were walking off, though, Bailey says, come on, let's take the rest of the night off. You already had your match. Hey, what else are you going to do? You're no longer on the whiteboard. Yeah. Unless maybe there's some sort of like post-show meeting that is mandatory. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, right before that, uh, New Day interview and uh, they're
1: asked if they can re- recreate the magic Kofi mania.
2: No, Vince, Vince has given up on Kofi.
1: As we still would see in the main he event. He should have just said that. Um, Kofi says he can't reminisce about uh, Kofi mania. They're focused on this year, on the chamber. Uh, and then uh, Big E says uh, about the gauntlet match, they can last like a moose in mating season, then go for hours.
2: Uh, In hours. Is that scientifically correct? I In mean, hours. I'm assuming they have done their checking on it.
1: I, I, I believe Big E does his homework if the Nelly reference is any indication. He okay. does his homework Yeah, that's early. a good point. That's a good point. And then says at Chamber, they're going to be eight-time tag
2: champions. So Moosen can
1: bang for days and days. Apparently. Oh, wow, interesting. It's like Sting, not the rest of the musician. Oh, oh yeah, because he does the tantric, the, the tantric stuff. stuff yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So he's
2: like five
1: hour orgasms. Remember they when they do uh, was it behind the music? Yeah, that VH1 right. show. Yeah, that whole episode is about
2: how prolific he was in the bedroom. Yeah, or felt like most. I feel like that's overcompensating, man.
0: Maybe who needs that
2: long of an orgasm? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's some good TV on right now. <laughs> <laughs> we could be we could be doing it all day, or we could binge watch a show next, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you still get your nut. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you need it for five hours, dude? It's like a Catch Cannon, 1923, dude. I don't need Gotch Hackenschmidt right now. It's like a British rounds match. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Speaking of A, hey, speaking of these dudes, Apollo Crews and Shorty G. Oh, God. So do they have their own mini hangman Matt Jackson thing going? Where, what, what is the deal with Chad Gable? He's annoying. Get off these nuts, Yeah, man. Man.
1: So, Apollo Cruz, he has a match against Sheamus. So, he's backstage in gorilla position getting ready, and Shorty G rolls up. And then, up then Locker Room Cancer rolls yeah. up to him. Yeah, rolls up to him and says, hey, man. Hey, man. We might have different approaches to dealing with the Sheamus problem, but we have the same goal. So, which is like beating Sheamus. So, you know, give me the word, and I got your back. And he puts out his hand, and Apollo Cruz essentially rolls his eyes at him and
2: walks yeah. away. Yeah, Dude, Which is the we had a reaction. handicap match against this guy, and we couldn't get it together. It was, like, epically short. Yeah. My goal for you is for you to fuck off at this point. Yeah, that's the appropriate Leave response. me alone. And
1: that was pretty much Apollo Cruz's body language. Yeah. Uh, so we had a match against Sheamus. Where actually, Apollo Cruz had the upper hand for uh, much of the short duration. Yeah. Sheamus just hit a bro
2: kick out of the corner out of nowhere to get the win. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have Shorty G stink on him. He might have had a chance, but Bro's got to roll up to him and start getting in his business.
1: Out of here with a that.
2: Bit. Got in his head a little bit. Yeah, man. God. Right, next. Poor Apollo. Poor Apollo. I know. You know. Like you think that maybe he's got some other friends back there that he'd rather be hanging out with, and then this guy rolls up. That's just an awkward workplace. Actually, I think all his really good friends on N.W.B. are on Raw. Tozawa's Ricochet, on Raw. Tozawa, Ricochet, Tozawa, and Moose. And then Moose, an of course, is an impact. Because from what we've seen on social media, those are his only friends. Uh, after that, this oh, great. this is cool. So Drew Gulak is backstage in a in a really great looking. He's suit. like wearing a turtleneck, wasn't he? Was he wearing a turtleneck? I, I don't turtleneck. know. He looked amazing. Yeah, he, he looked, looked great, like freaking Bruce Wayne. And then Drake, little Drake Maverick, rolls up on me. He's like, "Hey, I want in on this." Yeah, he wants to sit under Drew's learning tree. Yeah, I want to fight Daniel Bryan. I want you to teach me. And and uh, Drew's like, "Man, I, I you know I've developed 163 weaknesses." Uh, or no, I'm sorry. 163 moves that Daniel Bryan does that I've mined for weaknesses. But he tells Drake, "You don't have what it takes." <laughs> he prefaces by he that. So he says, for example, move 17A, his roundhouse kick, and then he Drake starts Maverick, explaining the hole in it. Yeah, yeah Maverick starts looking over, and uh, he, does, he doesn't even have the courtesy to go. Yeah. I mean, Drew just told him no. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, still. It's come up, it's man. Hey, anyway, what Daniel Bryan rolls in,
2: and he's like, "Okay, go ahead. Tell me about my weakness." And Drew's like, Err.
1: "And he's like, well, if, uh, you know, if you want to show me my weaknesses, I'm gonna be in Philadelphia for Elimination Chamber. Let's throw it down." Of course, Philadelphia is Drew Gulak's hometown. Since it wasn't announced before we do our predictions, who wins this match? Uh, oh,
2: Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, of course, Daniel Bryan. It'd be rad if it wasn't, but it's it's Daniel Bryan. It's only one confidence point. I'm gonna say Drew wins this one. Are we doing confidence
1: points on this? Yeah, we'll just say it's like a, it's like a prop bet.
2: Oh, prop bet. Okay, all right. I'm cool. gonna say Drew
1: wins because that way we get a we get a rematch of Mania, and Daniel Bryan wins that one. Um.
2: Yeah. Okay. Boy, that'd be something else if Drew won this one, though. Yeah, it'd be great. That'd be awesome. Since but no, I mean, just, yeah, just a split. Yeah, I'll say yeah, Daniel sure. Bryan. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, regardless, you know what? We all win because this match is going to be like whatever it is. Oh, it's going to be, be killer. a banger. I love it. I love it. It's Daniel be Bryan's great. like, yeah, give me Drew Gulak. I want a, a program with Drew for Mania. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, Daniel, whatever you want.
2: I think Drew might take Daniel Bryan by surprise, but still in a loss. Like Daniel Bryan's going to have a hard time. See, he's th- going to realize that he does have. I think he is,
1: but I also kind of feel like Drew, what he's going to do is to find the, 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 the major hole in Daniel Bryan right now, which is that he's trying to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. So Drew is going to cheat. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Hopefully. Anyways, yeah. Uh, next, Carmella and Dana. And Dan, I'll probably lose that point. Whatever. Uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke taking on Fire and Desire. One of these teams has been a tag team for a while. The other haven't. Guess which one won? Uh, the Fire, tag team has been Fire a tag team for a while. So yeah. Fire and Desire joined by Dolph ringside. And commentary says it
2: was Sonya that invited him. Yeah. To join them, they look—they all look great together. Like when he came out, I didn't hate him. I didn't want him to leave. I was like, "Oh, he kind of looks cool as like a valet yeah, of kind sorts of my for n- them."
1: Natural inclination
2: with Dolphins. I just want him to get out of there. Yeah, usually me too, but like you know, he comes out and I know he's not going to wrestle. He's not going to talk. So I'm like, "Ah, whatever." He looks great with Mandy, and then Sonya's there too. I'm all good with that. Uh, so, anyways, uh, uh, another really short match. Yeah,
1: uh, Sonya's legal uh mandy tags herself in uh hits so dana thinks is still uh, the legal competitor in the ring um has her focus on her i think sonya hits for the move and then mandy hits with the v trigger for the win and then dolph gets in there there's some conversation she he raises their hands mm-hmm, yeah uh then we had basically the same uh, cena white recap we had to open the show just seems superfluous um, Just have it before the Firefly Funhouse pet thing.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, so with this Firefly Funhouse, we open with Bray putting up new pictures in the Funhouse. They're all John Cena. Mm-hmm. Every single one's John Cena. All the ones that were in there, Kane, Foley, Balor, all gone. gone, all Cena. These are all marked up, too. Yeah. So he essentially says, why John Cena? Mm-hmm. And the rambling rabbit pops up and goes on uh, a tear saying... Oh, because your loss to Cena at WrestleMania six years ago is what essentially sent you into a spiral that ruined you personally and professionally. Yeah. And uh, it goes to a shot of Bray, and he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Effectively. He holds up his fists. says, time can either hurt or heal you. And he said, if it wasn't for Cena, the the fun house wouldn't exist. Yeah. So Bray thanks John Cena and forgives him, but he says there is a catch. Seen to create something else. The, yeah, Fiend. the Fiend. And the Fiend is built on pain, fueled by vengeance. And unlike Bray, the Fiend is not so forgiving.
2: Yeah. Let me in. Let me in. Yeah. I thought that was really good stuff. And I am really happy that they are that they're they are referencing the past. They're mining his past. And I hope they like hammer and hammer and hammer and hammer and hammer that that was like some fulcrum in Bray's career. And yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You can also kind of then map out where they could potentially take Bray Wyatt from there if they're going to make this a priority to say hey because like sometimes they get the feeling that they're just like okay what are we going to do with Cena or what are we going to do with Cena you know Cena what do you want to do I uh, want to work with Elias that's ah, too small uh, how about Bray well I'll put him over okay cool we'll do that mm-hmm. hey great idea we've got to pass as opposed to hey let's map out Bray's history and build him back up using that. Yeah. I don't think that's the case because that's too good of an idea. I think
1: that's probably something they just stumbled onto.
2: I think they stumble upon everything. That's kind of my or thing. Or it's Bray that's saying, hey, maybe I should feud with this person next. Um, I would love for that to be the case because I could. I would fully expect Bray to be mining his history. Who can I feud with? Because next year we might get The the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That'd be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bray should be the one that retires The Undertaker. I mean, really, he really should year. be, yeah. Yeah, that year, exactly.
1: Uh, next, we had a Baron Corbin interview. Uh, but then the first thing he said is like, me and Roman, we're finished. We're done. Yay.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: And then he's interrupted by Elias, who's who's, uh, who's, who's playing something on his guitar. Um, and uh, Elias says, you know, I just found your voice annoying, so I decided to tune it out with my jam. hmm And then uh, Corbin goes on, uh, calls Elias, he says, you're just a gimmick. You're a one-trick pony. You just live in this fantasy world. It's never going to come true. Look like, at, look at you. You're not a rock star. Yeah, oof.
2: You know, and then Elias just goes, Elias didn't have a comeback. He well, did this. no, his his thing was this. Everything Corbin threw at him, Elias looked at him and was like, "You're talking about yourself yeah. right now. You're yeah. a gimmick. You got the king thing. Yeah. Uh, everything you say is what? What else did he say? Everything, you're a one trick pony. You're a one trick pony. That yeah, you're applies in to a Corbin world. Yeah. and he's living in a fantasy world, saying he's king. And yeah, he's so he's Corbin to walks away, people.
1: and Elias just went,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Because he's like, everything you just threw at me is, is you, basically, and yeah. you're, you're oblivious to it. Yes.
1: Next, Heavy Machinery. They're backstage. I don't want to see that match, by the way. I, no. I do
2: not care about because But, man, they tried to take that to Mania? Ugh. Elias versus King Corbin? Hopefully, those be a storyline, the Battle I, Royal. Ideally, yeah. Uh, Heavy Machinery's backstage.
1: They walk up to Mandy. Otis is like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry for what happened to Valentine's Day. I did get a text that said, you're running late. So it explains, why well, I'm late. So I'm really sorry. And Mandy says too late
2: Uh, a woman doesn't appreciate being stood up like that uh yeah okay so appreciate it on both sides you know excuses no excuses but otis is like ah i'll try it one last time you know i'll just try it one one last desperate try that's okay i'm cool with that i would just think just to satisfy a, a
1: measure of curiosity if such exists maybe like all right what's this text like who's texting you from my phone
2: Okay, but here's the thing from, that would bother from me. Her point of view. From her point of view, she's a very attractive lady. Probably gets. She probably has a very active dating life, uh, especially with her travel schedule. A lot of stuff going on. Guys probably just come up with all sorts of stuff all the time to excuse various forms of behavior. So I'm thinking maybe she's just like, yeah, I've heard that one before. You know, I get. I got a text. I didn't get a text. What have you? I'm thinking. Well, you know, that's a small thing. Sorry, you left me waiting too bad. I'm with Dolph now anyways. No, but she's not really with Dolph.
1: I mean, he was literally with her. I know, but at Sonia's behest. Yeah. Sonya's the one bringing
2: Dolph into the equation, seemingly. Well, you know. It's probably Sonya who's the one that texted from Mandy's phone. Yeah, it probably is. I'm just saying, Mandy's a very busy girl. She has a lot going on. And just saying, you know, I gotta text. And on top of that, like, she's probably thinking herself, like, really put, herself, put yourself in her shoes. She's looking at Otis. She's like, I don't even think this guy knows how to use a phone. Like, properly... Cause he really comes off like a dullard, you know. So I, I see it from her point of view, you know. Hey, sorry, dude. I'm not gonna. She's not gonna start playing Sherlock Holmes, playing mind games with guys. She probably has to deal with that crap all the time. So I see it from her point of view. Okay. Next,
1: gauntlet match begins. Oh yeah, this was fun, man. First, it was New Day, and hey, it was fun. And, and and everything you said about Otis, especially, is true. Wish they kind of reordered things a little bit. You think so. I think if they had waited, saved the New Day till later, you know, even in defeat, the New Day could have been like, "All right." Not that it's necessarily uh, analogous by any stretch of imagination, but the tear that the Heavy Machinery went on this match, you know, they directly referenced Kofi going on his tear and sure, the, yeah, in the on the gauntlet match prior to Elimination Chamber yeah. last year, yeah. you could have made, you know, if, if New Day was out third or fourth, mm-hmm. and then if if uh, Heavy Machinery had won, they could have been like all right,
2: we see where momentum's heading. Sure. More of a a tip of the cap in that respect. Yeah, I I can understand that. I'm imagining the reason they did it this way is because of the shock value of the New Day is a big deal. Like, who would think that Heavy Machinery is going to beat them to kick things off? And they did. You could have done that with any of the other teams, though. Miz yeah. and Morrison probably would have been a bigger shock. Yeah, it would have been. Um because it, but then the again champions. they lose all their non title matches, so it's kinda of material. That's true, but like you get the sort of okay, they're coming out there and then they're immediate like Miz and Morrison is like immediately eliminated and yeah. it's like what the hell? Yeah. Like, we're screwed Another right pro- now. Another thing that would have taken care of is
1: that they, they front loaded all the face teams. So the last two teams were really the heel team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, have them, you know, uh, and it was, it was kind of interesting. Like, the first two matches of the Gauntlet match went really long mm-hmm. compared
2: to the last three. Oh, yeah. Like, the Usos one was, what, two minutes? I didn't even see the finish of that. Yeah. It was so quick. Yeah. I, I was like, I looked away and I was like, whoa, what the hell? Um, they didn't even replay it.
1: No. I don't think. No, it was super quick. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's minor quibbles in terms of,
2: of of referencing broader stories, potentially. But they really mined. Like, they did such a masterful job of mining Otis for that crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all in on this. I mean, it was... The crowd was, loves Otis. Yeah, they really, they really do. So, you got to give credit where credit's due, man. I mean, it's, a lot of it is Otis. You know, everybody involved in this story, including creative, has done actually a really good job with Otis. Um, so, yeah. It was good stuff. It was good. So uh,
1: mentioned Heavy Machinery versus New Day kick things off. There's this fun moment where it was Kofi and Tucky at first. That kind of ends in a stalemate. Big E tags in. He wants Otis. Yeah, right. And then they start slapping some beef. Mm-hmm. Shoulder tackles. <laughs> that was great. Lines. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was really cool. And then Otis catches them with a slam. Uh, later on, Heavy Machinery hits some double suplexes. Uh, and then send New Day out of the ring with clotheslines. Otis drops him with double clothesline. Go to commercial, come back. Uh, Kofi's in, he gets the upper hand on Tucky uh, Goes for trouble in paradise Tucky avoids that Kofi turns it to a missile drop kick Kofi kicks Tucky ringside And then Kofi is launched by Big E Out of the ring, however Tucky catches him, drops him the belly to belly And then uh, Big E Eats something too, back in the ring Big E uh, hits, or Eats the compact for heavy machinery Heavy machinery when they advance Yeah, yeah Good stuff. Uh, next out, Lucha House Party versus Heavy Machinery.
2: A lot of great stuff here. I was really surprised that it lasted as long as what it did. It lasted a really long time. It was a good, I mean, honestly, it was a good showcase for uh So, Lucha House Party. I mean, this confirms that we're going to get the two guys that I kind of wanted to see in the thing. Is Clay still
1: injured? I thought I read somewhere that he was hurt.
2: Uh, maybe, because we had Lince Dorado and uh, what's his face? Uh, Grand Grand Metalik. Metalik, who's just so much fun. He seemed like he had... I don't know, something going on with him tonight because he was quick. He was yeah. a lot. like We've sort of understood that this guy can – Grand Metalik might be on the top five list of guys that we haven't even come close to seeing what he can really do mm-hmm. in the WWE. Um, and he had a spring and a step tonight. So that was really cool to yeah. see. Hopefully I'm looking forward to some creative spots from them in the – That's going to uh, be a lot match. of fun. That match is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Um, anyways, <clears throat> Otis ends up Pinson – Pinson. Pinning Lince Dorado after his uh, Caterpillar elbow. Oh, so Mr. Dubs here in chat on Twitch says Callisto is hurt. Okay. Uh, but it was, yeah, they gave it like 12, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Blue Chass party got plenty of offense in. Uh, next, it was the Usos coming to take on Heavy Machinery. Didn't last very long. At one point, Jay hits a super kick on Tucky after Jimmy takes out Otis. Uh, Tucky kicks out and then like immediately rolls over into a pinning combo of his own, gets the three count. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as the new day got lost to the heavy machinery, I was like okay, heavy machinery is pretty much running this. They're facing Rudin Ziggler and the Their big in the story finals. is Otis and Dolph now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, heavy machinery versus Miz and Morrison. This was fast too. Yeah, it was. What was that elbow that Morrison did off the top rope? It was really cool, man. Yeah, I know. he did like a three sixty, but not this way. I know,
2: like this way.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I've never dude, seen anything like that, dude.
2: He's great. That was crazy. Surprise, Michael Cole didn't say what is that called? Like he did to the Destroyer last week. I know week. And everybody knows the Destroyer Like, dude, scroll. listen, if I know what the move name is, you should totally
1: know what it. I is. know. <laughs> so he hits that. Otis breaks up that pin. Like shortly thereafter, you could see it coming too, where Morrison is is just like hanging out there. Turns around, and Tucky's like just waiting. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna inside cradle you. Win. Yeah. Then afterwards, Miz and Morrison beat the heck out of. Uh, heavy Machinery, mm-hmm. they hit a skull crushing finale like top rope double stomp combo and then they toss Otis through the barricade near the timekeeper area, cut backstage, Mandy's watching, Dolph walks up to her and is like, why are you worried about that guy? <laughs> Otis. Yeah. He's like, you want to wish me luck? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, You want to wish me luck? All right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. After this, we we'll go to Arby's. <laughs>
2: Dolph Ziggler is now the David
1: Putty. He's now David Putty. putty. Magic 8 Paul says, I'm here to steal a show. Uh, veggie lasagna. Uh, and then finally, the last match, uh, machinery, Heavy Machinery versus Rudolph. Uh, they have the upper hand for a while until Otis comes to, and that crowd pops. Oh, big time. And they seem sturdy. You hear a rumble throughout the arena. I was like, Did the Young Bucks show up in, uh, right. in SmackDown? Because that was a rumble, you know?
2: <laughs> like someone is
1: coming through the crowd. Yeah, right. It's like this wh- who's who's here? <laughs> is this uh, 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 uh Royce oh, Isaac yeah. and Thomas Latimer, <laughs> are they here?
2: Who's the third man, Two brother? Third man, Brother Scott.
1: Steiner in the house. Um so he comes to Rude <laughs> goes Latimer
3: and Rude Lattimer. goes down to ringside. What a
2: great name. Why has Tom Latimer not changed his name to like something that sounds like not like a, an accountant? Well, he used to be Brom, right? Yeah, he used to be Bram. Oh, I like Tom Latimer. It's very normal sounding. (laughs) Royce Isaacs is a great name. It's a good name. That dude has the coolest look. He looks like 1983 incarnate. He looks like
1: a firebird, man. We saw him wrestle uh, uh, Jeff Cobb here in town. I
2: know. It was awesome.
1: So, Rude goes down to the ringside area to try to keep him down. Instead, Otis slams his head into the announce table. So, he slowly gets back to his corner. Uh, Tucky's trying to get the tag. Instead, Dolph hits a neckbreaker, gets a two. Uh, eventually, Tucky lays out uh, Dolph long enough to go to Otis, gets the tag. Uh, Dolph tags in Bob Roode. Uh, Otis has taken it to him, um, and then uh, he blasts Dolph off the apron. Uh, no-sells some sh- some shots from Bob, uh, drops him with the overhead slam. Rude turns the tables briefly, so he's in his own corner. Dolph tags himself in. Otis doesn't see it. So Otis goes back, hits a clothesline on Roode in the process, knocks Dolph off the apron again. Uh, Otis is going for the Caterpillar on Rude. Dolph runs back in. He's a super kick on Otis to pick up the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, man. Otis, Otis. is getting that. He's getting that win at Mania. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good stuff. Is there any way I can like swap? Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I was going to say, do you think this is going to be a singles match or a tag match? I think it's going to be a singles it's match. It's got to be a singles gotta match, a singles right? Match I got to swap out my tag. I got to get Otis into a singles situation because if a tag guy, if you have, if I have a tag team and the dude is in a singles match, yeah, he gets the full. He Oh, he gets the full
1: points? It's a massive pain in the butt to, okay. to divide everything into half points and All stuff right. like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. You heard it here Maybe first. it shouldn't be that way, but that's the way I've been doing it. You so heard I'll it So I'll just be first. consistent throughout. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's do questions, yeah? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, Alex Foster in Fabe. should producers be pissed about someone hacking the show? So we got more Mustafa Ali Circle of Lights thing. Yeah. One during the actual show. and Once, I believe, when uh, Mandy was backstage with Dolph, it flashed on the TV she was watching. Yeah. Eagle eyes. Um, yeah, I'd be like, what the heck is that? Who hit that button in the truck to run that piece of the video? Mm-hmm. Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you to do that.
2: Yeah. You got to track that stuff down like ages yeah. ago. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's probably like a, like a computer crime of some sort in terms of the legalities of it. like no oh, hacking stuff like Hacking that? stuff like that, yeah, yeah, probably. But if it's Ali and he's a vigilante, and he's doing it for the greater good. Yeah. I mean, if one of those superstars is doing that as like a shoot... Uh, I mean
1: that's yeah, a conversation with HR that needs to be
2: <laughs> right. Uh go ahead. Alexhausen, how long would you guys last if Drew Gulak taught you how to beat Daniel Bryan?
1: I'd be gassed instantly, man.
2: Yeah. I would I would you know, I'd come out on fire and that would last about a second and a half. Uh and then I'd be done. Mm-hmm. Would be I'm he, not I'd, sure Daniel Bryan would actually need to even like
1: nah, execute to a move. No, he wouldn't have to really anything. Yeah. He can put me in a headlock, I'd tap out. <laughs> uh Chris Rampersad. So I just watched the opening of SmackDown. Now I turned it off and I'm lighting a blunt. Oh wow. What was the point of this segment? Why are they being so lazy at bringing back Legends? Well the Legends pop ratings. Sadly that's the case. Yeah, man. Um and
2: they tried to give Braun uh, some NWO rub. Yeah, well he got the two sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He should start this, they should start a new NWO, man. Yeah, they have all this great. They have all these. They have all this great like IP. Like freaking, just start a new Four Horsemen. Start a new NWO. No. Start a new DX. Hey, it's the thing. Disney does it. Everybody does it. Be new. Yeah, well, they can't. So just be no, old. They could. If no, they, they got can't. The, they they can't. could. They do not. They do not possess the quality. I'm saying. They as long as Vince is around, they can't. is impossible. we were just talking about how you could see Otis being
1: a main eventer. Earlier the show, that's my, building up a character in my that's heart. That's building up personality. Yeah,
2: they can, they don't. don't. Hey, you know it's insane though. So I sent uh, Lars in this video. I was I stumbled across just a little tiny shoot segment interview thing. Oh yeah,
1: with Jake Roberts.
2: yeah. With Jake Roberts, and he was talking about how he was supposed to have a big feud with Hulk Hogan, and they did uh, in two different locations. Uh, they did a segment with him it was the snake pit thing where
1: he learned day of that he was doing it and then he learned have that he was so doing it nothing's the, changed nothing's changed in the right? 30 plus years
2: and uh he drops hogan with the ddt and he goes backstage and Vince is like just wait wait here, here they're going to start chanting for hogan they're yeah. going to start chanting for hogan he's like, just wait a second and he's like this is going to be your big payday and jake's like this is money. This yeah. is so much money. Like those guys used to make money hand over fist,
1: you know? Yeah, so he said he'd wait in 10 seconds, 20 yeah. seconds, nothing. And then suddenly you hear, D, D, T. This is the best part. Vince just
2: looks at him and says, it's not going to happen. <laughs> just matter-of-factly like that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We got you over, and that's not what we want to do. We want Ho- We want them to be chanting Hogan. We want Hogan to be over. So any potential, like it's insane. It is. It's insane. Can you imagine? And going back that far, could you imagine just the scale of this thing? I mean, we all can. I was watching an interview. Um, there was an interview segment that was making the rounds on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley
1: mm-hmm.
2: was talking about Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said that he felt that a uh, three MB was his ceiling. He was the ceiling? He was like, "This is as far as I see this guy going." He likes 3MB. He said he had a 3MB shirt. Foley did. Yeah. He found it very amusing. He said, that's as far as he can go. Literally, I I remember this. Literally, like two or three days after he was released from WWE, he goes to ICW. Yeah. Cuts that insane promo. Yeah, it was fantastic. And Foley gets it exactly right. He says, somebody sent it to him and he said, it was as if it was a different human being.
1: Well, he said he texted Triple H and said, I know he just left, but
2: you need <laughs> to keep track of this guy. Right. And Drew's confirmed that he's always been in constant contact with Triple H. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely true. The scale of misuse yep. in the WWE going back decades. Uh, decades. decades, has got to be astronomical. Yeah,
1: Imagine if, if someone was They
2: had Luke Gallows as Festus, man. Get out of here with that. Eugene can now, uh, Nick Dinsmore can never be anything but Eugene because somebody decided that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. The level Just imagine.
1: is insane. If that segment went down with Jake and Hogan, and that same response happened that Jake got. Someone that was like, Oh, people really like this. Yeah, Jake dropped people to DT. Let's do something with this. Yeah, right. Let's ride this train. Yeah. Instead yeah. of looking at Jake and saying, it's not going to happen.
2: <laughs> right. Maybe a
1: light bulb should go in your off in your head, Vince. Think, okay? Maybe you can make a ton of money off Jake Roberts. Just not in the yeah. Just not in the just not by feeding him the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I know. Right, it's irritating. <laughs> oh, it's
2: insane! It's so crazy. Uh,
1: Thomas Dunnigan. Vince loved to bring in legends to try and pop ratings, but he's done a terrible job of building new stars. Who do you think will be the last batch of wrestlers right now that could still pop ratings in the future as legends?
3: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
1: Uh, he says, "I can only think of Cena, R- Roman, and maybe Orton." Now I think Cena and Orton.
3: You ready? Showtime on May
2: third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
3: We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
2: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy.
0: Fall guy. What's what the poster said?
2: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
1: Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. And they're probably ten years from now. Those are probably the only 2 gimmies. More so Cena than Orton. What are we talking about, I'm sorry. So, you know, we have the part timers now that they can bring into pop ratings. 10 years from now, um, let's say, who on the roster now could fill that role? The part timers they can bring into pop ratings.
2: Brock. Okay, so who do you assume Cena. is going to be actually retired 10 years from now? Because well, they'll... Cena
1: more or less is retired.
2: Okay, yeah. They'll be able to bring in Cena, sure.
1: Um, Orton still might be wrestling in 10 years for all I know. But let's assume he's not.
2: Yeah, Orton's one. Sure. And then Brock. Uh, oh, for sure, Brock. and
1: yeah, that's it. But Brock's more or less a part-timer now.
2: Okay, so okay, so that's a good point. What part-timers do we have right now that they're bringing in? They bring in Goldberg. Goldberg, Brock, if you will, Taker. Brock's around a lot.
1: <laughs> I, he has been a lot this year. This thing is shitting on me.
2: Um, so no. Taker, Taker. Taker for sure. Cena. And Goldberg these days. Goldberg. Cena. Like, who do they rely on, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they will they will bring out Hogan every yeah, once in, in a while. That's
1: in terms of wrestling capacity, those three guys. But okay. yeah, Hogan, we saw NWO, Stone Cold, who's going to be on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, Edge. Yeah, okay. He's around for the next
2: three years, probably. Edge is a little bit different, though, because like he did get retired early. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, Dang, MQ says The Rock, but that is so few and far between. And yeah. he, he doesn't wrestle. It doesn't
1: happen very often.
2: So, like, in terms of when people say they're rel- they're relying too much on nostalgia, I mean, Goldberg is the most blatant example recently yeah. of, like, a guy that is just, he can't go, but they wheel him out. Yeah. Um. Him, Taker, Cena, they rely on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I think a lot of people are going to have, number one, like, the wrestlers these days. I mean, my thing is this. Like, once Goldberg literally can't anymore, wrestlers... the. WWE is going to be forced. They're going to be in a position where they're forced. Wrestlers these days take such good care of themselves. Uh, Like Seth Rollins, that man is not going to age. He's not going to age. Ten years from now, when he's what is he like thirty five now?
1: Not even that. I think he's thirty two. Jesus Christ. He's forty two. Yeah. When he's He's forty two, he'll be AJ Styles. He's
2: going to look the exact same.
1: He might have a little less hair.
2: He'll have like tons more experience, so his psychology is going to be off the charts. Yeah. He's still going to be wrestling at a very high level. Yeah, yeah. the roster is going to be chock full of AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to have to be building those people. (laughs) What else? I mean, honestly, what else are they going to mean? The the company could collapse. That's when they
1: sign the Young Bucks for a
2: a short run. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's when Tamahashi comes in. That's the thing. They're not going to have They're. – they're literally not going to have anybody.
1: I've been saying that for years, man. Like two years ago, I've been saying like, you bringing all these part timers to pop ratings while not investing in in your current roster in ten years time, what's going to happen when the part timers now can't do it anymore? Yeah.
2: What gonna, are you going to do it, to pop it, ratings? You have to invest. It's going to be sink or swim. It's going to be sink. They're not going to have, dude. in In nineteen ninety seven, yeah, they literally did not have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, what were they going to do? Bring out? They tried to bring out Bob Backlund in ninety four or whatever. They let Sid go. That was a problem. <laughs> They let Sid go. I don't think just I don't think they I think Sid just went where Sid wanted to go. Right? Like wasn't he just completely free of contractual obligations? No, he signed contracts. For how long? Like 3 weeks? Well, I mean, he was always he a 10-day is, contract. Guy? He, well,
1: I don't think that exists. That's just in the NBA. Um
2: 97 he was in WWF. 98 he was in WCW yeah. or maybe it was
1: 99. It was 99, 99 believe, he's because he's a millennium right? man. We we show up in WCW. Remember that? Was, yeah. Um I don't know, man. Sid Sid's a, a he, he's an interesting character.
2: He's a very interesting character.
1: Uh, do works on 86. WB wanted to book the rest of the Otis and Mandy Rose storyline. What would be the outcome? Otis wins at Mania, and he doesn't, like, he and Manny don't, like, become a couple. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay,
2: you know, you're you're a good dude. Well, he gets a new lady. Okay. Maybe two. And then post-Mania, she's going after him. Mm-hmm. But Otis is like, ah, I'm le- I've learned tips on how to play a game, on how to have my game on. And so then you flip the script so she's, like, all over him. And she's like, maybe he likes... You know, he's a chunkier dude. Maybe he likes chunky girls. So she starts like eating a lot. Mm. <laughs> okay. Know. How about this? They do the Mean Girl. Have you have you actually seen Mean Girls? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. What if like what was the thing that they were feeding the uh, the main the main bad oh, guy? Rachel McAdams? <laughs> yeah. And she thought it was like dietary stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was actually like nothing but carbs. Yeah. So it just made her bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Sony Deville starts. If Sony Deville continues to be the mastermind, she starts feeding her that stuff. That'd be funny. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, Rich has a question. So, when will it be revealed that Sonia
1: got on Mandy's phone to mess with the Valentine's date? Uh, will it lead to a feud between Fire and Desire? Probably. Probably. Uh, Carlos Vialbo you guys noticed that they were playing Seamus' old theme song when he came back from commercial. He was Whoa! Didn't shut that. up! No, are you serious? I only noticed that they were playing his, his more recent theme when he made his entrance, and I kind of stopped paying attention because I don't care about Seamus. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. You know what I like legitimately? Like, i was, shoot. I was sitting, this is how weird I can be. I was sitting there looking at Seamus, and I'm like, man, he's really trimmed out. So the other day, like, I, I got lost on a Reddit thread that was all about why did Kurt Angle look like a Kurt Angle impersonator for a period in like 2011, yeah, yeah, 2010, yeah. right? Because, well, two things. Number one, he was on an ungodly amount of painkillers, mm-hmm. perk angle. Mm-hmm. But also, people were saying, well, he was also trying to shed a lot of weight. To because remember that that period of time he was gonna like, he was talking to Bellator, yeah, and like he was maybe trying to get into the Olympics or something. So he literally looked like a different human Mm -hmm, being. mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, so I was looking at Seamus and I was like, man, he's really trimmed down. And then for some reason in my head, I was like, man, what would I look like with a body like that? And then I put my head on his body in in my mind and I was like, man, that'd be weird if I just became a pro wrestler. I was like, super jacked, jacked, yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of cool, but it'd be weird. I mean, I'm like 41. I can't do that now, right? Sure, you could. You think I can? Yeah. Wheel out this old timer? You eat really well. You work out a ton? Yeah, you could do it. All right, maybe I will. Maybe I'll try it. That's what that. I'm trying to do.
1: Yeah. You uh, going to be a wrestler, dude? No, i will trying to get jacked, though. Yeah, okay. It's
2: All a right. slow process.
1: All right. I don't put muscle on quickly.
2: Maybe by the time I'm 45, I'm going to have Seamus' body. Maybe I need to eat. I need to can eat I more. have Perk
1: angle body by the time I'm 45? Well, you're willing to take that, that level of painkillers? Yes. I don't think so. Because wants
2: pain. I don't want pain. Get rid of the
1: pain. Uh, dog authority figure. What's the logic in having a gauntlet match? To determine the last entry in the chamber isn't the chamber already basically a gauntlet match? Would have been better to do a twelve-man tag match or a battle royal. I mean, it's kind of like a preview for elimination chamber. Just you don't get the cage and the additional brutality of you know, like the the ringside area where it's all just concrete or no steel. Sorry.
2: I'll totally talk about the logic of a gauntlet match, though. You're 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 fighting for a prize, right? You are, and it's 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 like a shouldn't it be
1: essentially a table read for a chamber?
2: Here's the thing, though. For any gauntlet match, shouldn't the the, the, the spoils go to the, to the team or person in the match that has the most match wins as opposed to who is? I think
1: it should be the team that is in the match the longest.
2: Okay, but you could. Okay, no, that's fine. Okay, but then you end up with like a shot. There's no shot clock, dude. So, like, who can dispatch the most opponents? The point of a match is to win a match. Yeah. Right. But the point of the gauntlet match is to survive. The to survive,
1: and then in theory, that means you're in their defeating teams, so you're there the longest. You know, that's totally fine.
2: Even if you take your point of view, yeah. Why is it like the suckers who get in luck? Why do they luck out with the last pick? I know. Why do they get that? It's the luck of the draw. I
1: know. Right. It should be gauntlet matches. Should be round robin. Shouldn't, <laughs>
2: shouldn't there be like or everybody some sort of no everybody qualifier?
1: Should, everybody should be in the match at the same time. Well, that's just a Battle royal. No. No? It's pin submission. Oh, okay. Well, that's not just, that just Raider Reyes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. No, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Raider Reyes is
2: pinning isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's more pin
1: Gauntlet match than Battle royal. It's more like uh, Aztec Warfare. Because you, there's like a certain number of people that come in at first, and then someone's eliminated and, somebody, and someone else comes And then they in. have
2: they have like teams of five coming in at the same time?
1: No, that's the... Uh, what am I thinking of? That's AEW's Battle Royale.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The buy-in.
1: Uh, Adrian C., anyone else tired of champions losing their titles and not referencing it first Kofi and now Bray, oh Bray referenced it on Twitter. <laughs> is this going to be the SmackDown way? It makes no sense. Uh, he says he swore, but I didn't read it. Swearing because I'm drinking just like y'all are. Yeah, it's frustrating when Bray doesn't reference it on WBTV.
2: He should. What's m- way more frustrating than Bray is the Kofi thing. Yeah, I'm like, I understand that Twitter's just a thing, and, and word gets around, and it shouldn't be like that. They should reference the stuff on TV. I've I've levied the same criticism in AEW when they expect us to know. stuff, And they've gotten really good at us not having to watch anything else.
1: Yep, they've learned from it. They have
2: learned from it. And
1: they've gotten better. WB, not so much.
2: Not so much. The thing that bugs me way more is the Kofi thing, because like, he didn't even demand a rematch. He didn't seem upset. Nothing
1: like that. Well, he seemed kind of like simmering for a couple of weeks, and then it kind of just went away when he won the tech titles.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: anyways. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping that would boil over. Him. I feel like that was the thing that he just started doing, and then... It got to the point where it's like, well, this isn't going anywhere, so why bother?
2: Yeah, I imagine a lot of people feel that way, including Jake the Snake. <laughs> well,
1: there you go. Basically, anybody who ever was in a position, probably, I don't know, post-1989 with Hogan.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Took me 20 years to get clean, to get right. I'm <laughs> not so- here to take the whole pie. It's just just to take your share.
1: Oh, was so good. Wise man once told me, never turn your back. I don't know, I turn, I'm Spock inside the, the, the dilithium crystal chamber.
2: It's kind of the same I thing, know. man. Jake talks like he's irradiated I know. with dilithium radiation. I have been
1: and always will be. <laughs> the snake, your friend.
2: <laughs> Spock! Spock! Oh! You can't go in there, sir. He's dead already.
3: The ship, safe.
2: Yes. Who oh, all right, that's On it. That's it for us. Hey, man, let's try to get this up to like 300 likes. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm saying at the end of the show, I just want 300 damn likes for this show. All 300 you get to the end of the show, uh, give it a like, please. Exactly. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, Till next time. Hey, new 10 is coming up tomorrow. And then join Woo-hoo! us for Elimination Chamber. We'll be doing our live reactions there. That's right. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.